0: This week on Two Noobs, director Christopher Nolan validates the fact that I still buy Blu-rays while all you suckers relying on streaming are part of the problem. Then, I'm a very lonely man. Apparently, the Who wants to fix that, and I'm not talking about Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend. Next, Thanksgiving apparently makes people stupid find out why ER visits go up after dinner. Finally, we jam it in there on the NFL and we talk retired quarterbacks who weren't happy and the Eagles cutting a player eligible for AARP. Shopping season starts now. Start the Muzak. We welcome you to episode 165 of Two Noobs Talking. We are sitting here more confused than the Dallas Cowboys thinking mm. they need to impress the BCS by beating down Division II teams because this guy's back here. Yeah. Uh, they didn't fire me. No.
1: I was not fired. Why would, you, why <laughs> would we fire you, Johnny? Come on now. Dang, there, there were rumors out there. If I would have missed another week, <laughs> <eight, my> people <laughs> assumed. Well it, it actually, was where
2: in, world, where in the world was John Tracy? That's what we were trying to locate and find you, man. Funny I didn't know story where were
1: for my prep back. I was I was watching another wrestling podcast that I that I stopped watching for a minute, and they had a new guy on, and I started to giggle because I'm like, where the hell did the other guy go? So I had to do an internet search to find out and found out that he actually got fired from that podcast. <laughs> and has his own oh, podcast what? and I was like I was like oh that's funny
2: um, yeah oh my gosh that's well, the hilarious. important
0: question is do you remember what we're doing no
2: absolutely not <laughs> uh, I didn't <laughs> know what we were doing
1: before I left
0: alright <laughs> <laughs> uh, well Matt and I will just have to drag you along as usual it's just, uh, Let's go. kicking and screaming yeah. why not I mean, if, <laughs> in case you forgot this I think I'm pointing the right way
3: yeah, is so.
0: Journey John Tracy hmm. over there is Metallica Matt Craig I in the middle. I am Sex Pistols, Steve murray <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my. See, I've been for so long. <laughs>
2: oh my gosh.
0: Well, John, uh, you've been that gone was out for two there, weeks. Man. Yeah, was <laughs> out there. you've been gone for two weeks traveling. Uh, we're glad to have you back. How are you doing,
3: sir?
1: I am fine. I'm glad to be home. Um, Missed the state of Texas a little bit, being on that East Coast. But I did get to visit one of my favorite towns of all time, or cities, mm. Chattanooga, Tennessee, on my way back. So it's always good. I like Tennessee, so i got to oh, hang any out. Any of
2: that $8, $8 mayonnaise?
1: No, no. No, it was more fast. Funny festive. thing about
2: Chattanooga, it, what I love about that team is like they got a great uh, minor league team called the Chattanooga Lookouts, I think yes, it is. Do.
1: Yes, they do. And they've
2: got the eyeballs kind of going yep. like, hmm. Yeah, I would love to wear a, a jersey like on the Chattanooga Lookout. So we'll you kidding me? That would be kind Next of cool. Next time
1: I go to Chattanooga, I have to. I'll have to hook you up. There you go. Yeah, uh, you have to. I need to ask Glenn this.
0: There's a. I forget if it's a minor league baseball or hockey team near where he is, mm-hmm. and the name is ridiculously stupid. Hmm. I, I have to ask him what it, was. Was, it, was,
1: it it's I was. I was in and around Glenn um, most of my drives where I was staying. I was staying a little too far to kind of mm-hmm. try to hook up with him because I was, like, staying, like, two, two and a half hours outside. Mm-hmm. But the way I had to work, I was getting real close to him. But then it was, like, only for, like, three hours. <laughs> it was like, I was completely far away from him again. I miss, it's I miss always important to, have... to see, some, see some friends because of how far away I was. It kind of sucked. But, hey, what can you do?
2: Well, it is important to have a Glenbury buffer zone, Johnny. I mean, that's what's most important. Right? I, I, but I
1: like Glenn, unlike you. So
2: <laughs> you say saying that because you're making sounds like I'm hating the guy. I don't hate the
1: guy. Okay, I just want to make that I'm very just, clear. I just, I'm just saying I, I I like Glenn more than you. I, I just I just know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Glen knows
2: Glenn, that too. <laughs> Glenn, that is not true. I just want to make that very clear. That is not true. I just don't like the fact that you root for the Dallas Cowboys and the Duke Blue Devils. That's the only reason. That's the only gripe I have towards towards you there, bud. Otherwise, you're a great human being.
1: There you go. That's no all. Comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're free to do whatever you want. I'm not going to judge you <laughs> There, I rest my case. <laughs> there, you there
0: you go. Mr. Craig, um, what is going on with you in the KFP, sir?
2: Yeah, man. What's what's happening? Uh, everything's good. Uh, Thanksgiving is sadly over. Uh, we had a great holiday, of course, with the fam. And uh, yeah, it was just wonderful. And uh, just been loafing about here the last couple of days and firing up the old two noobs for episode 165 with you guys. It's great. And uh, yeah, just getting into that holly spirit. Already the Christmas tree is up. So I put nice. that together last night and decorated with some ornaments and still got some other things I got to do. But Oh, just one? Yeah, just one. Yeah, we've probably got five or six up now.
0: <laughs> I have nothing to do with it whatsoever.
2: Really? You have hired staff to come in and help build it? Or what no, do you do there?
0: My, my wife puts up all these trees. I am only responsible for the big family tree in the living room. There you, there go. you go. Everything you go. else I have zero responsibility for. Mm. And they look, they look fantastic when they're done, but it takes about a month to get them all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I like fun. to know like where the heck you store them. That's my question. You know, it's kind of yes. That's like, also my question. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, a mystery that's, for another time. Yeah, perhaps. A mystery for another
0: time. And speaking of my question, I have a question for the fun fact. Yes, which is brought to us by W Energy Drinks. Visit W.G.G. That's D.U.B.B.Y. Like Tubby, but with a D gg Enter the promo code Two Noobs Talking T O O N O O Bs Talking. Get ten percent off your order. I'm sure they've got holiday flavors. Matt could tell you all about when he drops them off at your house with with a flaming bag of dog poo. <laughs> um, and don't be that cowboy's
1: because he will slap you. <laughs> exactly. exactly.
0: It's your guts. Well, Mr. Oh Tracy, Lord. you are back with the fun fact. We're so yes. happy to have it because Matt and I had a devil of a time with it.
1: So you uh, <laughs> got the floor, you. sir. Thank you. Thank you. So it's, this comes to me a couple of weeks ago and I couldn't get, deliver it because uh, I was not on the episode. So I found out a couple of weeks ago that in 19, a 1979 study found that reported human bites in New York City reached 892 human hmm. to human bites like people biting each other okay <laughs> uh-huh. this was in 1977 that this happened in 1977 that was 63 times the amount of recorded shark to human bites worldwide
2: is that an is that oh my human comment or <laughs> human, to human
0: in new york city only is that what that yeah right?
1: 892 in the year 1977 63 mm. times the amount of shark to human bites worldwide wow
0: i am willing to bet that number has dramatically increased yes in the <laughs> last 40 or so years not the shark bites <laughs> the human <laughs> shark bites. Human, to human bites i rest yeah. my case on new york city thank you very See, much. I'm yeah you. there you go <laughs> Goodness. See, this is this is the kind of stuff we're missing, man. I had to I had to do a headless chicken two weeks ago, and, and banging it, your head against the wall that, for an hour. <laughs> Matt went all jackass on us last week. And I had to put <laughs> in the legal disclaimer not Don't to do go banging your head as a weight loss strategy. Yeah, that's yeah. just uh, the world we live in. Yeah, yeah, man. All right. Well, now we're going to the over forty rant. Also brought to you by W because I neglected to mention that. Hmm. Interesting one this week, gentlemen, because we all want to crap on the Dallas Cowboys, um, who, having beaten the Giants twice mm. and the Washington Commanders and the Carolina Panthers, are ready, their fans are ready to crown them as Super Bowl champions. Although I, I don't think Glenn actually has some common sense. Oh, that's yes. good. Uh, but others who I've seen in both the media and uh, just regular fans, seem to be having swollen heads Mm. about the recent success of the team. And I want to open it up to the floor. Are you guys as frustrated with all this as I am? It just seems to me that people don't seem to see the big picture when it comes to what the Cowboys are currently doing and what they think it
1: means. I'll throw it to John first because he just said yes. Yes, I, yes, I, I need, I need more. It's a rant. It's a quick, rant. quick disclaimer on this rant: CeeDee Lamb is a proud member of my fantasy team, and I do not, I do not have an issue with Dak throwing to him when they're up 175 to nothing. Please get me more points. I want to win. <laughs> um, but in traditional football, being a fan of the team that is better in that division, um, I'm tired of. The not like I listen to him all the time, but I did hear Skip Bayless shortly Mm. after the game. And it just, it I do a lot of this when I hear it from them. I just close my phone and I go do something else because it just jumps on my feed for no reason. And I don't want to hear it, but he wants to, he wants to make Dak the second best quarterback to Mahomes so bad that he Mm. just annihilates other quarterbacks in his way. Like, oh, well, Jalen Hurts didn't do this, or he hasn't done this, or he hasn't done this, but Dak threw for 400 yards 12 times. In games where he was up 28 points, yes, he did throw for, he, yes, he outscored uh, Jalen Hurts when they played. He out-yardaged him, but he didn't win. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, un- I don't understand the, the, the media bias to it. It it just that's doesn't part make of what I sense. mean. That's
0: what I mean when you don't look at the big picture, right? Why did Dak have to throw for 400 yards? Because they were trailing a lot of that game. (laughs) Yes. Including in the second half. Yes. Yeah, he's going to have to throw the ball because you're down two scores. You need to get yardage in large chunks, and their running game is non-existent. Only if you throw it to CD Lamb, though. I'm against it. (laughs) Jalen didn't have to throw as much in that game because they were up already. Yes. Now, the, the offensive play calling got a little bit too conservative on the Eagles' side. In that fourth quarter, yeah, what you thought? what we do? You still didn't need Jalen Hurts throwing the ball down the field, right? At that point, that's you're up twenty
1: eight to seventeen or whatever. You don't need to take shots. For people that don't understand, shots. for people that don't understand the difference between the Eagles and the Cowboys is they need to throw the ball. That's how they. That's how they win. That's how they score. We have a luxury of having a quarterback that can throw the deep ball. We don't need it. We don't need it all the time. We need. We are we are small to to intermediate passing offense that has a decent run game and a hog ass offensive line. We don't need the bomb. We throw the bomb for fun or when we when we're desperate and we need it, we throw it. Mm.
0: Yeah, like when you need to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the, the, I'm glad you brought up Skip Bayless because Skip Bayless was the one after the Eagles Cowboys game. Yep. Uh, oh, Dak, you know, he showed that he could show up in those championship moments. No. Nope. Did he though? <laughs> <laughs> nope. When it all came down to it, did he win you the game? No. He stepped out of bounds, unforced yep. Yep. on a two point conversion. Yep. He took a sack. He took three sacks actually in the last two series, yep. which were ill-advised. And he threw short of the end zone on the final play of the game.
2: That's funny. Championship uh-huh. moments. What? What exactly have the uh, Dallas Cowboys made the Super Bowl <laughs> since '95? I, right? I, I, Was maybe, the last
1: time '96? Maybe. But I'm senile. I can't remember that long ago. So yeah, I, I think uh,
2: VCRs I were actually. still functioning. I think yes, back then. I'm pretty sure. Okay. okay. Sure. Okay. Just yes, want to they make, they make that. You know Just curious because yeah. they haven't been to an NFC Championship game and since that time. Since. Yeah, before even the Blu-ray yeah. was even invented was even conceived. It was it was all about like dial-up internet. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I thought. Dial-up internet. Okay, I just want to make that clear. I just want to make that clear for Skip Baylo's out there uh who says that he's, you know, winning all these championship moments all over the place. It's it must be fascinating to live in a Alternate timeline, uh, where did you, you know, see
0: him throw for four hundred yards against the
2: Giants? I, I just, I just find it fascinating that you know we're living in one reality; he's living in some other reality yeah. over here that's not, it doesn't even exist. I, I mean, that's just something that I. I who knows? It's just I, a shame Shannon Sharp's not there anymore to knock it <laughs> down and be like,
0: Skip. yes,
1: yes, no. Well, no, he had to get, he had to get a, uh, he had to get a new piece that would agree with him more, so it wouldn't look so. Negative and volatile. He had to, you know, make a change because, you know, well, nobody wanted to watch him. Matt, <laughs> do you,
0: what do you think about them leaving Dak Prescott in, up three scores with six minutes to go and a half, and he's still throwing 40-yard bombs? Like, does that make sense to you?
2: No, uh it doesn't. But But then again, I mean, they're trying to prove them, trying to prove a point. To I themselves. guess to themselves. to
1: themselves. Yeah, it had to be to themselves because you're not trying to prove that, anything. That's to, the
2: you know, only yeah. way to hype that fan base up because inevitably when either they face the 49ers or us or any other NFC team in the divisional round, they will fail. That's just who they are. They'll hype themselves up and, you know, they'll hype their fan base up really good. But when the truth comes out and the light gets shined, the cockroaches will all run away. And they'll go run and hide. And I mean, that's that includes exactly
1: the 49ers because they do the same stuff.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, San Francisco has actually had success in this century.
1: Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Compared, you
2: know, well, I didn't even say even the millennia. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm just seeing facts here, you know, yeah, just man, trying right, to. Been, but they well. they, I mean, they've made I think we should calm games. them down
0: a little bit. Super Bowls. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Should just in there. It breaks won a little, all, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. they, I don't know what the 49ers record is against winning teams. They've, they've at least beat one winning team. We know that beating the Cowboys. But yes. Yeah. The, what was the, the record of the opponents the Cowboys have beaten this year was what, like 21 and 58 or something? 25 yeah. and yeah. 58.
1: 25
0: yeah. and 58. Yeah. Like, and they're 0 and 2 or 0 and 3 against teams with the actual winning records.
2: Losses to the 49ers and Eagles, and they also lost to the Cardinals
1: week two. They lost to Jonathan Gannon. (laughs) Was Gannon a winning team at that time? (laughs)
2: Jonathan Gannon. You guys lost to Jonathan Gannon, one of the worst defensive coaches in the NFL right now. Terrible. And you lost to him. So... Let's just pump the brakes of your Dallas. Just, just for saying, Dallas fans, the, the, re-
1: the reason we won with Jonathan Gannon our defensive coordinator, because the offense was so good we couldn't we couldn't lose to our own defensive coordinator. He tried every week. <laughs> <laughs> we had, That's how good the Eagles are. Jonathan Gannon yeah. couldn't beat us and he was on our team.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Alright, well enough, enough of the trash in Dallas. We just got we got that out of our system now. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move to topic one and another rant of mine, mm. um, which now has the legitimacy of being backed yes. by one of the good directors of our time. Absolutely. Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said recently at a screening of his uh, most recent movie Oppenheimer, which I still have yet to see. I have to mm-hmm. get to that at some point, but uh, mm-hmm. he said at that screening, it's important to own the film on Blu-ray mm. so that quote, no evil streaming service can come steal it from you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he said. I love how he said student. "evil streaming <laughs> service." Streaming service. Yes, right. streaming I'm glad, service,
2: right. yes. I'm glad he said that. I totally, I totally agree with that. Uh, to be perfectly honest, I love the fact, gents, that when you're talking about this, um, the physical copy has so many other special features. Right? You have mm-hmm. the behind-the-scenes footage. Usually. Yes. usually and things yeah. all in those lines if it's really Hopefully. in depth that'll yeah but if you I get like a, a trilogy really kind of bare bones but you're right yeah right usually they'll have something <laughs> but my point is like if you throw it on a streaming service you just see it on the movie and it's there's no insight there's nothing it just comes and it goes and that's pretty much it but the physical copy Definitely. i'm all in favor i love it i think i love it for the fact that he's uh, pushing this and want this. I don't know, guys. Nice. Uh, that, str- that
1: stretches even in even in the music with me. Um, one of my favorite mm-hmm. one of my favorite collector items that I have um, is uh, Korn's eighth album, which is called The Eighth Album. It has a documentary on it on them creating the album. It's even mm-hmm. I hold that more near and dear than I do the actual album because mm-hmm. I got to see the process and it made me love the album so much more like i liked a couple songs on there but man i got to watch them in the studio and i did that with many movies that i owned throughout time watching the the trailers and the 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 interviews about certain things like that's what that's what movies are to me i want to watch you i want to watch you you write it you give it to me but i also want to know more about it so
3: mm-hmm.
1: I love John looking for yeah. a
0: writer as he's like writing out a scene no no definitely not <laughs> they, you know,
1: give it to me as you want it I don't want to, I don't want to judge at all but I like to get those behind the scenes that like the, the Star Wars trilogy when it came out again when they had mm-hmm. a interview with uh, Lucas when he was just talking about little things little like Things that, well, mm-hmm. I couldn't put that in because we didn't have kind of the technology to do that. And then when we, rem- yeah. we remastered it, we were able to kind of achieve what I was looking for. That, to me, that's my, like, you don't get that on a streaming service. I hate having to go on that streaming service and be like, oh, do I have enough time in this week to watch this movie? Because they're going to steal it from me next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, it looks like I don't get to see that movie because I don't have time to do it. Mm-hmm. They're taking, I- they're taking like six things off of Peacock. This week that I haven't had time to watch, yeah. and so I, I lose out because they, they that's that's have what the Nolan deal. was really
0: talking about. That's mm-hmm. what Nolan was really talking. I mean, I, I get Matt's point that yeah, it's great to have all those extra features and cool stuff to watch. Mm-hmm. I especially like when you have like a cartoon and they show you the the people doing the voices behind the cartoon. Yeah. I always yeah. think that's kind of cool to see them. Yeah, the process. Mm-hmm. It's neat. Yeah, but what Nolan was really talking about is exactly what John said, which is. And this is his quote. There is a danger these days that if things only exist in the streaming version, they do get taken down. They Mm -hmm. come and go.
3: Mm. Uh,
0: And you're exactly right. The streaming services will pull stuff. And I don't know what the rhyme or reason is to it. Uh, They will pull stuff down and you won't be able to find it anywhere for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And To to me, that's to me the main reason I like to have the physical copies is... God forbid, Netflix or whoever, I don't have any of the streaming services, Whoa, but if I did, whatever. one of them, yeah. takes mm-hmm. it down, yeah. I, I can't watch it. Yeah. You no, know, I'm with I've you. Had it, I've had experiences where there's a movie I want to see. It's an older movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't have the DVD or whatever. So I go, well, is it on my Fios on demand? And mm. if I'm lucky, sometimes I'll find it. But yeah. if not, well, now I got to figure out
1: another way to see it. because
2: Yeah. You pull it up maybe on YouTube, I guess, but I mean, we I mean, even then, it's very rare that you find that, really. We still yeah.
1: actively buy DVDs um, for movies that we really want to see or movies that we want to collect that are in the series. Right. We absolutely still, we won't, we'll probably never get off that gravy train. We're just, me and my wife are just that age where the physical copy mm-hmm. is important. And we do have the streaming services, but I, I get what no one's saying because it's it's probably one of the reasons I won't deep dive into these streaming services because I think you're full of shit. You, you Mm -hmm. promote these things so much. And then I'm not a, I'm not a big uh, it's time to watch. Oh, it's going to premiere. I'm not like running in front of, you know, to watch it. I'm kind of lazy when I, I'll get, get around to watching it, but I'm not, I'm not, it's not my life goal to watch it. And I feel screwed half the time because I'm, I'm getting ready to watch it and it's like, it's only there for two days. Like, Mm -hmm. great. So now you put pressure on me. Like, I don't, I I don't know. The old Netflix was cooler before, Mm -hmm. you know, the communists took over when you had (laughs) anything that, uh, anything you wanted, anytime you wanted it. It was more successful back then because just watch it when I wanted to watch it. Well, Netflix
2: really went downhill when they started doing their own documentaries. Oh yeah. And their documentaries were weird. They, went they were some of the weirdest <laughs> documentaries. Yeah, they really <laughs> did. This chicken.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean a documentary series. Aaron was, Hernandez. I told one. you guys about that. The Aaron yeah, there Hernandez, was one out of one,
1: right? A couple. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I watched that one. It mm-hmm. was That was weird. Yeah. Really strange. <laughs> was it I'm like was, Matt, did you feel Netflix was saying he was guilty or innocent? Cuz that's what I got the whole time. They were like, they were telling a line that a documentary probably shouldn't tell of a guy who murdered a bunch of people. <laughs> like,
2: mm-hmm. Definitely felt conflicted. A little yeah, it, felt yeah a little it was
1: weird.
2: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It was Yikes. just it was and it was a bizarre. It was really just a tale of like a bizarre life yeah. led, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, Johnny with you in that regard. But yeah, I I, I love that Nolan said it. And, you know, okay, so my question then to you both is, is there an ulterior motive here by Nolan? Because he has always loved the physical copy. He has always loved shooting in not digital format. He loves, like, the long, you know, the, your typical films, IMAXs. Do you think there's any sort of, like, yeah, oh, there's some ulterior motive than Chris Nolan. He just wants to have this because blah, 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 blah. He doesn't like the streaming services. Like,
0: I I I do temper my feelings on this because mm-hmm. I do happen to know that as a director or actor or whatever, you will probably make more money, yeah, off of sales of physical copies than you do streaming. Yeah, oh, sure. So that is that. There okay. is, you know, that there there is an undercurrent of that, mm-hmm. but. I mean, he he said exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, Yeah. which is if I want to see a movie, I want to be able to watch it. Like John says, when I want to watch it, not when (laughs) me, I'm allowed to watch it. Exactly, right? Yeah. It's it's not really that much different than how Disney used to like take their movies and put them in the vault,
2: and so (laughs) you'd
0: have to find some rare out of print VHS if you wanted to let the dust collect. Right, and then they, and then they would say, "Okay, you could you could buy The Lion King on DVD
1: for three weeks, and now we're taking it off. On its <laughs> yes, 15th it anniversary, off. for a large quantity of money, and then we will snatch it from you again. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. The It's like, how so dare when you? King came out on Blu-ray. I'm like, shit, I better scoop that up before yeah. they pull it off again. You know? Yeah. But see, this it's is, all this the, re- is re- the monkey see, you know? monkey do of the world. Is now the now Netflix and Hulu and all them are just following that Disney that Disney protocol of all people will, people will spend more money. They will do, they will do what we say if we keep it, if we Mm -hmm. keep it just here. And I want to get rid of that in the world. I'd rather just own it. And who cares if everybody else knows I own it or not, or if I'm Mm -hmm. watching, I'm not, I want it when I want it kind of thing. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: But
0: there's a, there's a big difference between what Disney was doing and what the streaming services do, which is at least with Disney, if you went out and bought it, you You'd now it. had it forever, yes. yeah, and you can watch it whenever you want to watch it. The streaming service is here. It is. Oh, you got to be quicker than that. Uh, yeah, exactly. You got to be quicker than that. And, that. and once they take it off, you can't get it anywhere. Yeah, you know. It so that's to me is is the big issue. And uh, I, I should also bring up: I do the same thing as as John said, music wise. I buy CDs still. Yeah. And God bless not, you. It's not so much of an issue of a streaming service is going to pull music because that's just not going to happen. Yeah, that, that's yeah. very rare. What's more if, God forbid, my hard drive that I have the digital stuff stored on crashes. Mm-hmm. I have physical backup copies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I will not lose them.
2: Oh, but Steve, you could save them out in the cloud. You know, you don't have to always have the physical copy. You have it saved out in the
1: cloud. Yeah, it was no. Save
0: out in the cloud where I pay a monthly subscription. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, if you say right. something
1: wrong, yeah. they might lose your password.
0: <laughs> the, the CDs are under my control, under yes, my yeah.
1: physical lock and key. Yeah.
0: They are mine. No one can take them away from yes. me. Yeah. Me- well, I mean, here's a here's a really good example for you. Hmm. Um, I think it was it was a photo service.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. I don't forget
0: if it was Yahoo. Um, okay. Whoever it was, there was a there was a service that was online that had photos, and the website went under. Yep. I'll see. And yeah. unless mm-hmm. you knew to go in there and move everything somewhere else, yeah. poof, it's gone.
2: Yeah.
0: Right, and that's that's. When you say the cloud, that's my concern with the cloud. Well, mm-hmm. what if your cloud service decides to go
1: belly up? Yeah, and clouds t-
2: coming. Oh, by the way, clouds go away. You know, that it, just,
1: it, so. uh, it just it <laughs> just happened to us with uh, with an Amazon Fire tablet. Um, mm-hmm. There was a we didn't check our email for the Amazon thing, but it had warned us a couple times if you do not put a credit card on a child's tablet, that they were going to wiped the tablet so what happens one day child wakes up nothing on the tablet i get home i oh. i factory reset the tablet download some games for him and everything like that and uh my wife checks the email and it's yeah they wiped the tablet of all the free games they were free games they weren't purchased games <laughs> because we refused to and i refused to do it so i'm not putting a credit card on a child's tablet. There's no reason. Uh, yeah. that. There's, there's no logical reason anybody could tell me that that's a good idea ever. Yeah. Cause guess what the kid's going to do, <laughs> right? He's going to, Oh, I want this. I want this. I want this. I want this. Exactly even why they want to do it. But even if they, even if they, I don't think the kid would ever do that, but what is the point of having intentionally, a card? intentionally. Yeah, intentionally, intentionally. would not do that. But what yeah. is the point of a credit card on yeah. a child's tablet? I mean, nobody so, can make it make sense to me.
0: Yeah. So the child can accidentally order something. Yeah, it was use was your charge, your credit card was it's on the there. Sa- it's the same it's the same
1: it's the same stuff. It's the same system running across the board in yeah. these little little nooks and crannies. They're just here to piss us off basically. <laughs> yeah, right. well, I don't have Netflix Oops. anymore. And you know yeah. what? I'm not I, I haven't cried a tear since I got rid of Netflix. So I've not woken up in the middle of the night. Man, I wish I had it. <laughs> <laughs> it was overpriced
0: anyway. <laughs> oh, I dreamt that we lost Netflix. Oh, oh, my God, what a nightmare! Oh, I
2: really wanted to see that Eric Hernandez story all over again. Oh my God! Well, this was uh, this
0: was a Variety article that this we found out about this. Um, they also quote Guillermo del Toro. So Christopher Nolan wasn't the only one touting physical mm. media. Guillermo del Toro said, "If you own a great 4K HD Blu-ray or DVD, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, of a film or films you love." Mm. You are the custodian of those films for generations to come. Yes, there you go. Absolutely. So, if I want to show my kid some film that I loved as a child, I could show it to them whenever they want.
1: Yeah.
0: As opposed to waiting for maybe one day Netflix or Hulu or whoever yeah. may bring it back. Um, maybe they won't. <laughs> you know, there are some movies that That's maybe you will never ever see again because yeah. it's not under your control. I like yeah. the idea that. The stuff i wanted to watch i have it i can watch it whenever the hell i want and i yeah. don't have to rely yeah. on someone else's whim mm-hmm. to be able to see it and i think yeah, that's the think main key the main takeaway from what christopher nolan and Guillermo yeah, Toro absolutely, absolutely. you know yeah. you're you're putting art in the hands of these greedy ass companies instead yeah. of people who actually want to see it yes that's the big issue Breaking news. Mm-hmm. John's wife
2: has just beaten Jeff Bezos to death with his own shoes. I hope, I hope
3: so.
2: <laughs> One swift kick to the, well, might not <laughs> have done it, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> One swift
2: kick to the jumblies if he's got it. Yeah, to the, the wiener rocket
1: that he <laughs> Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, All right. I, I, you know, I get the impression that Jeff Bezos may be a very lonely man sometimes and, <laughs> mm. um. According to the World Health Organization, or WHO. WHO? 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 I'm not getting left <laughs> It's best to sit this one out yes. <laughs> The Who thinks loneliness May be a global issue You don't say Really? And that couldn't possibly have been exacerbated By your ridiculous restrictions during COVID though. I don't know what you're talking about no, Steve wait. No,
1: no way Steve blasphemy like, how did you say that about The Who? a government-funded organization that hates people. Oh, God. That, that loves
2: our Chinese overlords. Steve, you should go right now into <laughs> concentration. I mean, seriously, you will got get re-educated
0: there. Re-educated,
2: re-education. Re-education, yeah. Well,
0: earlier, or last week, I guess, at this point, uh, mm. the WHO actually launched a commission on social going. connection. <laughs> and according to a news release, the AIM... Is to address loneliness as a pressing health threat, promote social connection as a priority, and accelerate the scaling up of solutions in countries of all incomes.
2: That sounds like a bunch of BS. They're
1: not just just actively helping white people anymore. Got it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's what that says to me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i
0: don't remember oh any exactly people, many people uh, for that matter um previously but you know <laughs> it is what it is this new commission oh, is going to run for three years oh, and boy. will examine how loneliness and social isolation can affect physical mental and emotional health they say the effects can be just as bad as smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day i didn't realize hmm. uh, loneliness was bad for your lungs well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> or, or your or your immune system
3: or,
2: <laughs> or your throat.
0: Well, the, the immune system I could see, but, yeah. uh, you know. Um, Dr. Vivek Murthy, who is the U.S. Surgeon General, had mm. this to say. He said, given the profound health and societal consequences of loneliness and isolation, we have an obligation to make the same investments in rebuilding the social fabric of society that we have made in addressing other global health concerns, such as tobacco use obesity and the addiction crisis' God. We're gentle persons the the issue I see here mm. is all of this all the stuff he mentions tobacco use obesity addiction mm-hmm. that is all looking within yourself correct for a solution correct uh, the- and I, I choked about this a little bit in pre-production. Yeah. I, I I, I, I totally get being lonely is a serious issue. Oh yes. sure, oh, there are absolutely. lots of people yeah, who absolutely. feel that absolutely. way. And it's, it's a cause of a lot of problems. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not, it's mm-hmm. not funny to laugh at loneliness. Can cause health issues, yeah. no yeah. doubt. Yep. But the, just the way this is all coming about here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just the fact that it was a self-inflicted issue by the who and their, you know, the CDC and all their stupid yes. guidelines mm-hmm. during COVID, mm-hmm. but. Loneliness is a is outside of yourself. You cannot cure loneliness mm-hmm. one person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it, this almost makes it sound like the who is like, okay, well, you, you, and you, you all have to be friends <laughs> with him now
2: yeah lonely yeah to I like just, him <laughs> I was just going to say you we're gonna identify people on Facebook that are lonely and then we're gonna make sure that they get into a small group together and wow, but who's
1: to say they want that small group <laughs>
2: well, yeah, and I will say this like i I've benefited from a small group at uh at my church uh mm-hmm. over the last year and a half, two years uh they have been nothing but spectacular people uh you'll learn an awful lot about yourself but more importantly you're you're coming alongside people that are of like mind you know believe in the same things that you do and all those all the kind of thing you, you're pouring over you're not only eating a meal together but then you're pouring over scripture and that's that's wonderful and it's a great thing um that's very positive absolutely <laughs> very yeah positive. yeah and we're seeing like and it's generational you have people that are older and then you have like your middle-aged folks, and then you've got your youth, like anywhere between 7 to 12, and then they've got, you know, you have some babies that have just been born. So you've got generational changes over the thing, and I think that's kind of what it's helping. It helps even those that are single and and do feel lonely after a while, you know, and that kind of a deal. It's helpful um, in, in that regard. Um, being with family as well. Um, even as annoying as it is with your, your in-laws, you know, that kind of a deal as we all celebrate in Thanksgiving. Um, but for the who to do it, uh, I'm not talking about the rock band. I'm talking about the, the most corrupt, um, health organization that the world has ever seen. Uh, the, Gazan Health Ministry might yeah, be just a little okay. More, yeah. like, uh, I think they do take the cake, time. and also <laughs> yeah. the uh, the uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Well, they're just incompetent. They're not yeah. coming
0: up. They're just incompetent.
2: Where's the ha ha? I just said ha. Yeah. Um, I mean, come on. You know, it's like they've already bought they botched COVID. Yeah. They're going to now cure
1: loneliness. Now, give me no, a break. No, no. They're not going to no. cure loneliness. No- there's no way that. Any of this is going to—they're going to do a social study and and come up with the exact things that they started their study with. I guarantee you, in three years, we'll we'll post it right back on here. They are going to use the exact lines that they just and it's going to (laughs) be exactly (laughs) the same thing. Like they're not going to—they're not going to budge from what their their thought process is to what their findings are.
2: But you better make sure to wear that mask when you get together. (laughs) Exactly.
1: The thing, that, the thing that this this makes me think of um, is, hmm. I wish maybe not maybe not the health organization maybe just the world would focus a little bit more on mental health. Uh, and this is this is yes. jobs this is jobs this is this is families. Like we need to we need mm-hmm. to start thinking outside the box because if if the WHO is saying that this is a huge thing and it's a detriment to our society, maybe we should start taking. Uh, mental health a little more seriously I've, me Absolutely. suffering from mental health i need to start taking my mental health more seriously because i mm-hmm. not i was not doing well in my time off um i'll share this with you guys i was not doing well at all and mm. the loneliness added to that and it was really hard to do something very simple i know you, you Steve and Matt, you are right there. You're a text message away. If I'm having a crisis, you guys would be right next to me. But mental health, for a lot of people, do not allow you to do that. Mm-hmm. So then you're stuck even further. So they're, they're absolutely right that it is a huge issue, but it needs to be... I don't think it needs to be combat, combated by the government. I think it needs to be the combated creep. by the, the citizens. And we can we can make huh? it better If we move forward and this goes to companies and, uh, you know, big, larger companies, they need to have these, these little commissions, like do what the who's doing, but do it on your local level. It would, I think they would make a huge difference doing it that way.
2: I think your local community, Johnny, to your point Mm -hmm. would be huge in that regard, because then it's like, I think, I think back to the founding of the country and the reason why it kind of grew really, really fast and was very successful is the fact that you had local communities coming together. Everybody knew each other. Yep. And so I think that the challenge that you've got is you've got people that move around. They're more mobile than ever before.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Technology, although has kind of bridged that gap a little bit. And the fact that you're able to connect with people that are like, let's just say three, four hours away, maybe three or four states away
3: yeah,
2: uh, or further. But the problem is your local community, people don't really know who you are mm-hmm. unless you go out of your way to talk to somebody. And for a lot of people, that's difficult. You're talking about mental health. That is really hard for a lot of folks to kind of bridge that gap. They use, I think, technology as a way to get over that ice breaking, which is always very awkward, obviously. Mm -hmm. But it's just something to think about more, I guess you could say, in that regard. You just have to just, when I met you guys, I met you guys through mutual friends. You know, I had no idea you guys even existed until I met, we ran to Sam. And Sam and I went to the same church together. And the next yeah. thing you know, but with you guys, you know, friends for 20 some odd years plus, which was really amazing. But it took a while, right? I mean, it, you just it yeah. you build it up over time and yeah. stuff like that. Local communities, I think, are going to be a help to that in that regard.
0: I, I, I totally agree. I think it's, it's incumbent upon local communities to offer maybe not put it on themselves but offer opportunities for you yeah. know like you like you were talking about you have a small group uh, it's not going to be religion for everybody it could be mm-hmm. you know sports it could be uh, you know what book or clubs, whatever you want to whatever yeah, you want to talk about yeah anything you know, community. put, put al- allow the opportunities for for groups you know have somebody say uh, i'd like to have this hall mm-hmm. for an hour once every two weeks yeah, can have a book club together, and people who like to read can come together, and it's things like that. Opportunities yeah. to to be in groups with people who have similar interests for you, and then that way you can not be lonely. And it's not the government <laughs> or yes. organizations like this, the Who, like oh you, you know, you're the, gonna die if you're lonely. You gotta the, you gotta
1: make a friend. The we're only gonna give thing give you five of them. The yeah. only thing the government should do in this aspect of talking about local community is offer small grants to people that want to do things like that and help start them it's the only thing the government should do nothing when they should not show up they should not put their name on it they should they should offer small little things to incentivize people to do these things and that's how the government can help solve this problem by getting with Mm. people but nothing else yeah, like no. don't go to a government funded uh trust me don't go don't go it's not good don't go to a government funded small group you yes, never know what you good. might be taught <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be in the men in black immediately
0: <laughs> yeah, we won't be fooled again All right. Before we get to topic number three, just a reminder to all you fools out there: the two noobs talking dot is the website where you can find all our old episodes online, uh, links as well to all the audio, 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 audio podcast sites. A little you can bit find of Philly us. just slipped out of them. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, like we crossed many waters to be here at Wild. That's right. That's right. Um, or uh, if you if you don't find your favorite podcasting station there you can also take our RSS feed and put that in the podcatcher do with it as you will yes no questions asked that's there two noobs talking.wordpress.com we're
1: somewhere com. everywhere and kind of all over the place so we're taking oh, over go. the world people Yes. And drop comments uh, if you're lonely drop some comments we'll talk to you. yeah yes, yeah seriously. we'll talk to you
0: we'll we'll respond back to you absolutely yeah, we're, we're yeah. very lonely here on two news <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got yeah. three of us and we're still lonely uh, yeah, all right.
0: mm-hmm. yeah all right now gentlemen raise your hand if you've ever been to the er on a holiday no then why the hell did you
2: raise your hand, dumbass? Because I was well, I was I was anticipating <laughs> I the answer so. yeah, no, of we'll like I've that, been that, to that. the ER with a broken arm, but then you said during a holiday. I'm like, oh no! I've been.
0: <laughs> wait for the question to you know you, you, yeah, you and, I know, yeah yeah. As a lawyer, you would make a horrible <laughs> deponent <laughs> you
3: know,
0: because one of the most important things we tell people who are going into a deposition is wait for the question to be asked honest. before you answer it. Got it. Think about the question.
1: <laughs> and it's also because they're, they're slimy and they'll throw in when last time you were at the ER on a holiday after you killed your grandmother and you'd be like, yeah, me!
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Say no if no.
0: <laughs>
1: oh my god. Okay, so then I
0: take it none of you has been to the ER no. on a holiday. Okay. No, good. I have not. Now that we have that cleared up, Matt... <laughs> just <laughs> um, th- it was funny before Thanksgiving to see this article on Yahoo Life, which is explaining why some people end up in the ER on Thanksgiving. Mm. Uh, and it said somewhere in here that Imagine. it was the... Where is it? According to the oh, I'm sorry, it was fires. It wasn't. I, I thought it was three times more people go to the ER on Thanksgiving oh, okay. Day, but that yeah, was, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. mistaken. Okay, um, but it, it was noted. Doctor Punam Desai, who is an osteopathic physician, mm-hmm. mentioned in the article that post Thanksgiving dinner Ooh. is when we usually see a surge in the ER. Oh wow, uh, we see lots of cuts. And this is a mm-hmm. different quote, uh, different uh, Dr. Kelly Doherty. It was a healthcare clinical instructor at the Ronald O. Perelman Department of Emergency Medicine mm. or ROPDEM at NYU. <laughs> uh, the quote is, we see a lot of cuts in the yard, ER, hmm. not only from knives, but also from people slicing their fingers on the lid of a can while yeah. opening it. Oh, Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> You gotta think just, just, just straight away. Like that would be normal for when everybody is in the kitchen cooking holiday family. Not many people are used to having a culinary adventure uh, during, <laughs> during this time. Like, yes, this is this. Is, so you would definitely you're adding more people to a very simple problem in the kitchen of cutting your finger or. Or cutting your hand on a can, or burning yourself. So, you would, I would expect that yes, there would be a rise, but not as like as you read this article even further. I, I didn't, I didn't expect all of this.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, thinking also too, like how about a turkey? You're taking it out of the oven and you drop it. You're yeah. talking like these turkeys are like eight, ten pounds. Yeah, you on can break foot. a foot. You can eight, burn yourself.
0: <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. We had a fifteen Did pounder, 25. Oh, wow! Yeah. Turkey's One of the things, yeah,
0: yeah, they are. One of the things that got me in this article was the, the it was how to stay safe on the cuts level, <laughs> and it's like hmm. carve away from yourself, never <laughs> toward yourself. Shouldn't you be learning that at a young age? It why is we were learning on Yahoo to tell us that? <laughs> why
1: isn't the person that normally cooks handling the knife anyway? Like, why are you just <laughs> giving it over to? Why are you giving it to Uncle Bob, who probably hasn't wielded a knife in thirteen, in thirteen years? And like, do he's like, all he's all like, I hey, the right to his chest. Like, <laughs> Bob, sit down. We don't need you. I, <laughs> we can't turn daughter- out without you.
0: You know. My daughter was cutting, I forget what she was cutting yesterday, but mm. um, she was cutting something with a knife, a sharp knife, mm-hmm. and I observed it, and she's 12, and I saw her cutting towards her fingers, and I said, oh. that is stop. not, the, that's not <laughs> the right way, stop, hold it this way, and mm-hmm. cut away from the fingers. Yep. Yes. She's learning at a young age from a responsible adult the <laughs> yes. proper way to use a knife. Why are people? That's what i Instruction in that you don't point the knife towards yourself when using it, and then ending up in the ER on
2: Thanksgiving. Maybe how it's an
0: experience, as John says. I don't know. How
2: about taking the pie out of the oven? Make sure to have oven mitts on your hands <laughs> at all times when taking something that's being cooked at 350 degrees. Just saying. Right. I mean, that's so yeah, the, yeah. Those, those are sort that's another reason in here
0: for mm-hmm. the ER trips was burns. Burns. Yeah. Um, they didn't specifically mention being a dumbass and grabbing hot pans without a without an oven mitt. Mm-hmm. What they do mention is burns caused by out-of-control flames in the kitchen. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Apparently, this is this was what I was thinking of. Thanksgiving is the peak day for home cooking fires. Yeah. With more than three times the
1: daily average. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that's makes because,
1: sense. because three times the amount of people are cooking in their kitchen. So. <laughs> <laughs> my, wife has, my wife has a saying, and I love this saying, about, about people and cooking and cooking videos on the internet and everything. This is why I do not eat at other people's houses. Not meaning that everybody we know can't cook, but... If you low average, you take all your friends, you've got a legit chance that half of them don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so, so, if a party of eight, four people have no clue how to cook. I yeah, mean, that makes I've, sense. I, I've, I've run this statistics throughout my entire life. I've met a ton of people in my life that cannot, mm-hmm. that don't even know why we have that wing of our house um, and what it's there for. <laughs>
0: like, sure. Sure, I, I can imagine it. I can imagine. I can cook, thankfully. Yeah, uh, same.
1: Um, me yeah. too. So, good.
0: So yeah. three. So we're three for three. That's 100%. That is way above national average. That is way above yes. the national yeah. average. Wow. We, just, we yeah.
1: overachieve all the time.
0: So. Well, yeah, we so, try. That's You're what we do. <laughs> I also think the three of us are probably not dumb enough to try and deep fry a turkey.
1: Uh, no, um, I will not. I will not. That to I me don't doesn't don't.
2: sound appealing at all. Nope. I, it actually sounds bit, ap- not the I process. It, the, I've had so. it.
1: I've eaten it. But hmm. no, I will not I will not do it. Yeah. There's, there's just no okay. reason for that. I I'd rather, okay. I saw the fire department, the local fire department in Philadelphia did a uh, um a uh, uh, kind of like a public service. Or? Yeah, like a run through on how to do it. And they did it in oh. their gear and they had this cool little <laughs> design and they did, and it it let them fire like all of them but it was in a very safe environment. Controlled environment. Yeah. Yes, if I've got the fire department cooking that turkey for me, I'm great. I have no problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, not yeah. going to, I'm not going to blow up the, the neighborhood. I just, that's not me. That's not how I roll. Yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> no, I, I
0: feel you. I feel it. But I mean, people do this near their house and then the, the flames jump up and yeah. they catch fire. It's, yeah. It's all cause water and oil, and, you know, all that yeah. stuff. But, uh, I would never do I the end result. I'm sure I've never had it, but I'm sure the end result is great. It is
1: fantastic.
0: What? Mm. The, oh, the process scares the hell out of me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Moving on. Um, another reason, main reason for trips to the ER on Thanksgiving, abdominal pain. Yeah. Overeating. And Over-eating. the most common culprits, apparently, on Thanksgiving is mm-hmm. noted are overindulging and mm-hmm. food poisoning. Yeah. 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 The that food makes poisoning sense. I can I can see going to John's point. Not everyone can cook and yeah, more not everyone yeah, cooking. Not- <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: I
0: actually cook did that turkey read. right look yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Did read somewhere I forget if it was a comment or an article as a different issue but somebody said they were sick every Christmas. Mm. And they finally realized it's because the person who was cooking the meals was undercooking
1: the yep. meat. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. So yeah no, that's real. That Christmas. Every Christmas you know. get food poisoning. Every Thanksgiving you get food poisoning. Yeah. Because <laughs> the obscure wow. ant makes uh, raw chicken for her side dish. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's cooked. Don't worry about it. It's pink over there. Uh yeah. I'm I it all the time. I've been in the hospital three hundred and seventy-five days. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: had a we had a mm. case out in Illinois. Oh no. Had to do with food casing. Mm. And the uh our client was a butcher from mm. uh overseas Liechtenstein, actually. Oh. oh cool. And he, he told a story about how. So this is this is like a deli food casing. So you put mm-hmm. raw meat in it, and you cook it in the casing, and it, the, you get the smoky flavor and all that. Oh, nice! And he's like, "Yeah, I like to dip my finger like cookie dough in the raw emulsion." And oh like, no! Oh
3: what? no! <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the food poisoning I get. Yeah.
3: Yeah. If you
0: are going to the ER. Yeah. Because you ate too damn much. Yeah. How sick are you? Yeah, well, I a, mean seriously.
1: That's a sense of self. That's that falls right in line with our narcissistic society we talk about all the time. It's mm-hmm. you're not even knowing yourself. You just shoved eight pounds of turkey, mashed potatoes, <laughs> stuffing cream beans out, and you're like, I don't feel right. No bleep it <laughs> well bleep because you No you, kidding. <laughs> like, no kidding. I I more than average for dinner on Thanksgiving and yeah it was uncomfortable like you, whatever happened to the burp and the oh that that was good like now everybody's like go to the yard because my stomach's bigger than it was it's because we're so we're so dumb and in our phones we don't realize we're even doing things anymore <laughs> I, I mean I agree with you. I ate probably
0: more than I normally would at a mm-hmm. at a dinner on Thanksgiving. Yeah. But I could tell I'm like, okay, my stomach is telling me
2: yeah, I'm not hungry. No more slow down.
0: It <laughs> will cease eating. Yeah, I'm gonna have to sit up a little bit and yeah. You know, it's an it, uh, uncomfortable feeling. I know it will pass, but I know not to stuff any more food in my fat exactly. face. <laughs> exactly. What's
2: yeah. wrong with people? Yeah. Well,
1: exactly. they don't have the sense of self. They do not realize that if if they don't have that same thing that we have is where we're looking at that. We're like, I'll eat that whole thing. I need to slow down.
2: I'll never forget it. John, so- John Madden and Pat Summerall—you know they would always would do the Thanksgiving Day games, right, yep. guys? And they would have—they have this tremendous spread of food. Oh yeah, and it's just the two of them sitting there. And I'm thinking to myself, "Oh my gosh, I hope they don't. They don't, obviously." But that's yeah, crew. The, you don't see the yeah, crew. It's for right? the you crew, don't see it's just, right. Yeah. It's for the entire crew. But yeah, yeah it just gonna gets it. You know, you put it right into that perspective, right, Steve and and John. You just have to just slow. Down and enjoy the meal and just talk more than you eat. So you don't have to right. eat everything, for God's sakes. You know that's why right. there's things called leftovers, which are always welcomed uh, on Black Friday yes. and the, and Saturday and Sunday. You know Thanksgiving weekend for sure.
0: Well, I I I thought you were gonna go to the time when John Madden, he is famous turducken. You know, duck- the yeah. with the cuts it tur- right down the middle with his hand. With his hand, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I think he got complaints from like PETA or something for that as well. Yeah, he did. Very strange. Yeah, yeah. and it was yeah. it was kind of sickening, but it, it's funny that you mentioned talking at the dinner table because another one of the things in this article here oh,
3: no.
0: is how you get heart palpitations from the stress <sighs> because the holidays can be a stressful time for many of us. So, we tend to have an uptick in stress related symptoms such as anxiety and yeah. panic attacks. I don't know yeah. about you guys. My Thanksgiving went off without much of a political yeah. discussion at all. So,
2: no Thank issues,
0: God. no, uh, yeah, no other no than my lovely my mother table.
2: complaining, uh, which is every right to. Yes, we were fine, yes. we were okay. Yeah, it's a
1: free country. <laughs> we were good. Say whatever <laughs> Craig. you want, you were protected, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> say whatever you want. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, folks, if you can't handle the discussion, just don't partake. Yeah. And that, is, the, that is that is
1: the important part that that we've tried to stress over the many years and it's funny that we end this segment on that is it, it's a discussion. It's not a political nobody is standing on a nobody and I and I know this even even the internet who likes to say that they're all standing on this they will die on this political hill nobody is because i've watched people over the last three years fall mm-hmm. off their hills and create new hills and fall off them <laughs> and create new ones mm-hmm. it's all a politi- if you if you don't want to have a political discussion do not partake if you want to have a political yeah. discussion please have facts um because that helps when, <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah, <laughs> when right. you're having a political yeah. discussion yeah. Well, if yeah. you
0: if you if you don't want to have a political discussion, turn to the kids. Ask them how they're doing. You know. Or yeah. exactly. well, watch got- the Cowboys
1: play shitty football. You, you have choices. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have choices. I was just gonna say, if you turn to a five-year-old and say, "How are you doing, Timmy?" and he goes, "Fuck
1: Joe Biden," well then you might have a problem. But, well, you know. he gets indicted king and he gets turkey first.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: well, he God. gets he gets the gravy all to himself. There That's you go. Crazy. Exactly. There you go. being is how we just passed thanksgiving 2023 and our jam it in there a segment coming up for topic four is football related we were all just reminiscing about the glorious leon let game yeah where for some bizarre reason it was snowing in dallas through the hole in the stupid ass roof of texas
1: (laughs) stadium or whatever it was which is very small compared to the size of that roof (laughs) right yeah
0: Uh, and Pete Stoyanovich lines up for a field goal. Doug Peterson holding, by the way. Yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah. Um,
0: Dallas blocked the field. This was at the end of the game. Dallas blocked the field goal. Yeah. All they had to do was leave it alone, but Leon Let just decided to go stumbling and bumbling after that ball, made contact, kicked it. Dolphins recover at the one. Yeah. So the chip shot field goal for Stoyanovich. Dolphins win the game. It was great. My God, was that magnificent? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh fantastic fun, But we, fun, we, fun. We, uh, we digress Jam it in there Speaking of reminiscing, Tom Brady Is not too mm. impressed With the NFL these days Gents, he was on the Stephen A. Smith show
1: Don't watch he, that by the way I, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to throw it up in my mouth when he said yeah. I'm watching
0: oh. after the Cowboy loss Yes <laughs> Because that's when it's fun That's when yes, it's funny Yes, Yeah Yes it's always like funny him. to see it's, yeah. the, it's funny always funny to see the video of him where it just pans to his face yeah and then starts cackling it's great yeah, yeah it's great but uh, Mr. Brady had this to say about today's NFL I think there's a lot of mediocrity in mm. today's NFL I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past he said I think the coaching isn't as good as it was I don't think the development of young players is as good as it was I don't think the schemes are as good as they were I think mm. the rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual performance of the game. So I think the product, in my opinion, is less than what it's been. Uh, He also had to say, offensive players need to protect themselves. It's not up to a defensive player to protect an offensive player. Hmm. Uh, A defensive player needs to protect himself. I think a lot of the ways the rules have come into play have allowed this. You can essentially play carefree. And then if anyone hits you hard, there's a penalty. And it's very different than when I was playing. It's funny coming from a guy who benefited from numerous roughing the passer calls yes. mm-hmm. of yes. questionable mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. But- I,
1: I, I would simply say that Tom Brady's play over the last 20 years has caused the NFL that is. Um, all those rule changes were to protect him. Um, and he's standing up here. I agree with some of the things he says, but I don't agree with the coaching or the players. I think the RPO has changed the game. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's made it mediocre. I actually kind of dig the RPO when it's done right, a la Jalen Hurts and Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, Tua and the Miami Dolphins. The RPO was really cool to watch. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't agree that it's mediocre. There are certain certain positions that are mediocre, but. I, I would blame Tom Brady for the reason that he's saying it's mediocre for the for the incessant flags when things didn't go his way.
3: Hmm.
0: I mean, he is yeah, the reason point. for the troll.
1: <laughs> yeah, right yeah. You know, to, to, I, to, I mean, I, I can disagree with me, but I, that's what I feel. Well,
0: Matt you went know. on a famous rant last week about the state of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Or was it two weeks ago? I don't even remember at this point, um, even though the topic to was Taylor three, Swift. But no. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
2: so I, I'm curious to hear Matt's perspective on what Tom Brady had to say here. No, yeah, I I, I, I think there's a lot of valid points to it, to be perfectly honest. Um, but I also see, Steve, what you said at the top. He's benefited from a lot of rough-in-the-passer calls that went you know, his team's way. And because that's, I think, you know, the NFL realized what they had was one of the greatest to ever lace it up. Uh, I said one of the greatest, not the greatest. One of the greatest. <laughs> Thank you for. Uh, yeah, that. <laughs> exactly. Because there is always a soft spot for number sixteen in my heart. It um, was yes, yes. the 49ers. but uh, with that being said, I I, I will say that the, the play has definitely it, it is not what it once was, for sure. 20 years ago it was more physical no question about it um the rpo has been good i i but everybody runs it and everybody's doing it now and i think yeah. what made the nfl great back in, in its heyday is like you have washington with the three with the, you know with the three receivers you had the giants they were always good at running the football with the occasional pass there was always a team identity with everybody doing the RPO or some version of it, no one has a team identity anymore. It's just a matter of who's at the ta- most talented position. Totally that's agree my with argument. you on that
1: one. Yeah, totally. agree So
2: with it's kind of like, all right, well, if everyone's running the same offense, virtually the same offense, it's only the teams that like have the the really good skill quality position players that mm-hmm. that get into the playoffs and go on. You don't see um, a team that is going to run it thirty to forty times. You don't see a team that's going to mix it up. You don't see a good play-action pass ever again. Um, I look back at some of the games, you know, Atlanta, Minnesota, 98, the NCAA championship game. It's a totally different NFL. Completely different. Um, oh, yeah. There's a fullback. There's a running back. There's like, what the hell's going on back there? There's two people in the backfield behind the quarterback? What the hell? Um, it's totally different. And they're not two um, tight ends like Miami just ran? Yeah. yeah. So I think there's some validity to it. Um, and I think also, too, I think the young players are definitely struggling. There's no question about it. They're not as good as, um, you know, as, as, Fundamentally, uh, as highly Yeah.
1: Well, you you I, can I only look
2: to f- the Jets as an example. I mean, the Jets are just yeah. awful right now because they're down to their third string quarterback and he's just not NFL worthy period. I think
0: part of, part of the young players and the lack of development, I think is a direct result of the collective bargaining yeah. that mm-hmm. they've limited like practice times and so you you don't have the time to put in anymore
2: yeah which i i can't i i still can't get over that cba that's that to me is just so it's it's ridiculous yeah it's egregious i I
0: understand the idea you you need to protect you know you're trying to prevent injuries you don't want them beating the hell out of each other through a hot summer but i also think you've there were ways to do that besides just cutting the amount of time. You got yeah. to work, in. Right? you like, got
1: to at least allow them to put some type of work in if you want them yeah. to be You're asking them to play in a short amount of time when their off season is longer than their on season. Yeah. You're asking mm-hmm. them to do less in their off season but produce in the own it doesn't make any sense because isn't it, the, I, I'm totally paraphrasing this quote. Isn't it like weak times or strong times create weak people and weak, whatever that yeah. quote is. That's a, that, if you're not, allow, I don't know the quote off the top of my head, but that's a, if you're not allowing them to put in the work and if that doesn't mean yeah. con, uh, contact all the time. Mm-hmm. Why right. not run simulations? Why not use the concept of flag football? It seems like the NFL doesn't want to think outside the box. So when they do collect a yeah. the bargain, they're just like, oh, I can't do that. Well, isn't there yeah. an alternative to that? You just mm. cancel that. What suffers,
0: <laughs> what suffers, and Seth Joyner complains about this mm-hmm. is fundamentals. Yes. you fo- you do because you have such a limited time window, you can't focus on the fundamentals anymore. You yes. got to get to the advanced stuff that they need to know for Sunday's mm-hmm. game. You yes. can't you can't come into it. this is how you properly
1: wrap somebody up to tackle them. You you yeah. can't teach that cuz you got to teach someone when well, you when you run across the, when you run across the formation, you got to set before we can snap the ball. So you got to focus on fast guy has to learn that instead of learning what a curl route is. So Mm -hmm. when he runs a curl-out, normally an interception is thrown. If you look at that, statistically, that happens all the time. Like, the the really fast guy, when he tries to run an intermediate route, it's a disaster because of fundamentals. They're not able to teach these fundamentals.
2: Add in the Thursday night games, and you have a disaster as well.
1: Well, look what they did just this weekend. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Why why are we playing (laughs) football? Like, stop it. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. <Over-saturation. laughs> it's so dumb.
0: yeah right overall i um, i think there are parts of the game that are better now than they were 20 years ago because mm-hmm. I, I could see you know footage from 20 years ago and i think the guys now are more athletic than they were then yes absolutely uh, and so there are facets that have improved but at the same time i do agree with brady on some things have mm-hmm. declined yeah and i think officiating is part of it Oh, yeah, look of fundamentals as part of it. I think there are a lot of of things just interesting to hear it from his mouth, yes uh, And especially <laughs> he's only a year retired, so yeah. like. This isn't like a. This isn't a guy who played thirty years ago, lamenting like, "Oh, yeah. let's changed."
2: This is a mm-hmm. guy who was playing last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. what the hell? <laughs> like, crazy. Almost crazy. like he retired <laughs> just to shit on it. Yeah, the greatest of all time, considered to be the greatest of all time in the league, and he's bashing it. That's fascinating. Wow. In um, my day, <laughs> six
0: hundred days ago.
2: Oh, <laughs> that was yesterday.
3: <laughs> in my day, it was better. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of old people. The yes. second story, and I to jam it in there segment. This was great. <laughs> so
3: this was great. We got
0: a notification. Uh, you know, the Eagles made a roster move. Uh, yes. two weeks ago, which in and of itself was, you know, oh, interesting. Who did they cut? Well, they cut a gentleman by the name of Bernard Williams, yep. who happens to be fifty-one years old. <laughs> last played <laughs> on the team. <laughs> In 1994, yes, his first round draft pick for the team. God,
2: yes, he was horrible.
0: He yeah. was suspended before the '95 season for testing positive, <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, positive for marijuana. you positive for marijuana, yeah. and during the suspension, he testified He er, testified he tested positive again. Yeah. Uh, and so he never ended up being reinstated into the league, he kept playing. He played in the XFL. He played in the Canadian Football League. He played in the Arena Football League. Wow. Uh, but apparently nobody realized he was
2: still a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> or, he until their, or he was their supplier and they didn't want to <laughs> let him go. So, so I have a query in that regard. Who is responsible for not seeing that? after, like, Lurie bought the team, right? You would think. 95, of... he bought the team,
0: yeah. So yeah.
2: what's going on there? Like, who, like, I I don't understand, like, why he was on the actual roster. It doesn't make sense. And Nobody brought this up? No one within that, within the walls of the Novacare complex? Oh, look at here. Oh, my God, we don't have this guy on here. How old is he? He's 51. Well, I, I, huh? it's good that you
0: reminded me that Lurie bought the team in 95, because, yes. yeah, he was suspended in 95, so at the time mm-hmm. Lori bought the team, he still theoretically would have factored into the team's plans. And so sure. there wouldn't have been a flag other than, hey, by the way, this guy is suspended for the time being yep, for uh, drug issues. Yep. So at that point, yeah, I could see it. I, I don't know how his paperwork maybe just – I mean, by the time Howie Roseman is GM, there's probably nothing <laughs> in the office to tell
2: him – that this guy is actively rostered. The only thing I can think of is that there must have been a post-it note somewhere on some <laughs> document in that facility that fell off, you know, or something like that. saying like, oh, we got to release this guy. Right. And yet, and yet, you know, and how did the, how did the other leagues not know? Cause I would have thought like, if you're leaving one league, like you're not playing for a specific team, you're granted a release. I would think that would have been, at you least have been? checked. Wouldn't but you have X to of... give
1: that to the other league? Because they can't just, think... they can't just, just for, it's never going to happen. But the XFL can't say, hey, Jalen, come play with us. Um, yeah. as, as he's a rostered member of the NFL, mm-hmm. like the XFL couldn't sign him. There'd be no. some kind of legal. I, would... I, I know that's a big time. Well, we're talking about very small fish. Here, I would but think but wouldn't there be probably a, a stamp it's probably
0: in the contract. Yeah. It's well, probably like in its
1: contract, you're not yeah. allowed to
0: play for anybody else.
1: Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like, there would have to be some kind of legal stamp on that, I would think. But... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who knows? Well, I don't it, know. apparently, th- this was
0: this was found by the league who said, hey, we're cleaning up some old stuff.
1: You might want to release this guy. <laughs> that scares me. That they're I cleaning this, up I this they're, some they're some stuff cleaning some old stuff 29 years ago. Like, <laughs> And we expected <laughs> to put a product out tomorrow. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine like the amount of dust that must have been in that
2: carton? I mean, my God, that must have been just unbelievable. Twenty one years. Well, ago. Howie Roseman was became GM when? Oh gosh. Uh, um, well, he was. I think he after took after over after Banner. Yeah. After. A and
1: bunch then
2: of Chip Kelly sent him into the basement basically for a
0: year. Right. So then, Kelly, was, Kelly sent him out in 2015. So he would have been.
1: I want to say he, he became back.
2: GM in like 2011. That's yeah, probably ish. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Banner was, yeah, Banner was pretty much like from nineteen. So let's blame to... Chip Kelly
1: for this because it would just be easy if we okay. just do that. So it's J- Chip fault. All right. Well, <laughs> as as for Williams,
0: uh, he received a, a, a message from a friend of his who was a uh, scout for the Packers, and was said, "Hey, your name just came across the transaction wire." <laughs> <That> <laughs> and was th- awesome. the Eagles were <laughs> <read> you. <laughs> And Williams said, I had some kind of idea, but they never released me. And I always wondered what happened with that. When I went to Canada, the Eagles kept my rights through all of that. They never released my rights, but I had no idea I was still on the roster 29 years later. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Wild. <laughs> That's a
1: great story. So he was made show. aware of it when he went to Canada to play in the Canadian Football League because of what we said. There has to be some kind of rights yeah. or de- like, say, well, there has to be some connection to the NFL.
2: No. He had the thought, but, it, it you know, nothing That's ever not came his of fault. it. Just, yeah, it's not his no, fault. Not it's going be like the all. agents or, or Chip Kelly. I'm going to blame him on Chip <laughs> yeah, Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> it's totally
1: wrong. Chip Kelly's fault, but yeah. <laughs> no. uh, right. you well, you're never, you're
0: never too young. I mean, wasn't there a 50-year-old who played college football one year? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah.
0: All right, and speaking of old people. Yes. Oh, gosh. Here's our last part of this, this segment. This guy. This guy. Now this we're guy. all. I believe we're all here. Barry Sanders fans. Oh yes? uh, yes. yeah, big time, big time. Heck big time. Yeah. One of one of the greatest running backs of all time. Yeah, yeah, uh, better, better than
2: Emmett by far. Glenn, sorry. <laughs> moving on. <He's> definitely <laughs> better than <laughs> Emmett. He's Emmitt was
0: good. But he had the benefit of that offensive line yes. in Dallas. Yeah. Barry uh-huh. was working yeah. by himself. Oh well, yeah, uh, and was a human highlight reel. I mean, oh yeah, can, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well there was a Barry Sanders documentary that recently came out called Bye Bye Barry. Mm. And one of the themes of that documentary was that the Lions were never good enough to get the best running back ever perhaps to mm. a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And one of the key reasons for that was the mention that well Detroit Lions never had a star quarterback in that time frame. Mm. And although his name was never mentioned in the documentary Scott Mitchell, former Lions quarterback, took that. Well, he took that personally. Oh, wow. And had this to say on his social media. (laughs) (laughs) I am so tired of hearing how I was the reason that Barry Sanders never won a Super Bowl, he said on Facebook. (laughs) I'm so tired of hearing how I was not a good quarterback. My only response is F you all.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Oh, my.
0: Bottom line. Barry Sanders had everything in Detroit. Everyone loved him. Everything was built for Barry to succeed. In his 10-year career, he won one playoff game, and the only reason he didn't win more was everyone else was the problem. How many yards did Barry have in the playoffs in 94, 95, 97? I'll give you a hint, not very many. We are all to blame for not winning a Super Bowl in Detroit, even Barry Sanders. I will believe until I die that had we given more time and patience with the offense he had and the talent or we had, sorry, we had, and the talent we had, we could have made a deep run in the playoffs and competed to win a Super Bowl.
2: Fascinating, uh, coming from a guy that threw 81 career interceptions, 57 of which was in five years in Detroit. So he was averaging Yikes. over 10 interceptions a, a season. Yikes. Uh, that's fascinating. Now, where was he
0: before Detroit? Because the article, this is a nbc's sport no, no idea i I'd want this to see article he, he was, was he was
2: came as a free agent yeah he, was, was, a, he was Dan marino's backup actually. yeah
1: miami uh, okay that's that's where i was going good 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 thank you matt he was miami so uh, for three
2: years year. <laughs> Marino in 93 got hurt. He started in seven games, was three and four, and everybody was like, oh, my God, this guy could throw 57% oh. <laughs> of his passes. Completed. I
0: wonder if he started in the Leon Lett game. <laughs> he might
2: have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. 93. It was 93. Was it 93? It was about. 30 years ago. So yep. Detroit signed him to, like, a huge contract.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Massive deal. Mm-hmm. And they felt like, oh, this guy's going to be the big 27 and 30 regular season mm-hmm. in detroit in his career so it is uh, his i did throw fault. for a ton of yards <laughs> um 12 000 yards in his career but 56 percent completion percentage for a guy that I, I don't know how much it was well maybe i'll check it and post how much he signed for mm-hmm. uh, he was one of the biggest free agent mm-hmm. signings i can remember like back even back then it was like oh god they got scott mitchell he's like an up-and-comer he's going to do blah 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 blah, blah and you pair him with barry Sanders and da, 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 da and you you only point to that wild card game, right, guys at the at the vet. You yeah, remember, right. we picked him off so many times; it was ridiculous. Oh yeah.
3: oh yeah,
2: it wasn't just all Barry. I mean, we we knew we had to focus on Barry Sanders, no question about it, because Barry was I don't know one of the greatest ever uh, in the running back position. So if we stop him, that meant that Scott Mitchell had to beat us. You think Scott exactly. Mitchell's going to beat the Eagles in Veterans Stadium? Give me a break. Well, let me. Uh, I-
0: as I recall, the Lions scored a crap load of points in that game.
1: Yes, though. they did. Mm-hmm.
0: They did. It, it was 59 to, I don't remember. It was 38 58,
2: 37. 58, 58 they scored 37.
0: 37 yeah. They scored 37 points.
2: Yeah. Um, the only problem maybe, with that is we were up like forty, like 49 well, I, to 7. At I one agree. Point. But yeah.
0: my my question is, <laughs> nobody seems to be talking about the defense. Yeah. Let <laughs> Rodney Pete. Yes. Yeah. Like post Lions, Rodney Pete throw all over the field that day. Yeah. Um. The the reason I asked about Mitchell being a free agent was because another part of his little rant Mm -hmm. was that the coach of the Lions at the time, Wayne Fonts, didn't have his back. Uh Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Fonts told Sanders he wanted Joe Montana or Warren Moon
1: for quarterback. Well, why wouldn't you over Scott Mitchell?
0: But <laughs> right, this was this was the time Montana was leaving the 49ers. Yep. He eventually ended up on the Chiefs. Yep. And he Warren wanted went from move. Warren
1: went from uh, uh Houston, Houston to Minnesota.
0: That's right. Um, but Lions GM at the time, Chuck Schmidt, thought both of them were too old.
1: Well, that's how go to yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Joe Montana coming off the knees and the back—that was the biggest True. thing with him back yeah. in the day.
1: I don't know how you don't
2: take a flyer on him. On honestly. either of them,
1: over Scott Mitchell, absolutely. I can understand why Scott Mitchell's bitter. because there's He's a million younger. quarterbacks they would they should have taken over him. I don't really get why. The He's only bitter. reason I could
2: think that Detroit possibly could have decided on Mitchell is because he was a younger kid, yeah. and it's like comparing him with and money. They did not have the money back then boy wow. when you had when well, you have like a hall of famer you know as soon to be uh, two of them possibly two of them on the market i don't know how you don't at least look at it this, you know what i this mean
1: isn't, this isn't just now. a barry sanders problem they've won one playoff game since the yeah. kennedy assassination this is yeah. <laughs> this is not just a barry sanders problem they yeah. they're good now and it's the first time they could possibly win a playoff game since barry that's just a lot about the organization. And yeah, no question. Gary might have not just won because he played for a shitty organization.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Th- that's was going to be my point was, even if they sign Montana or Moon, he pick either one. Yeah. I mean, is that the difference between them no. being what they were and no. going to the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, again, Rodney
2: Pete. Post-Lions, Rodney <laughs> Pete was yeah. thrown all over that defense in 95. Yep. Yeah. like The the only counterpoint I would say would be like Montana to the Chiefs and he got into to the AFC Championship game. So, I mean, there's a couple of wins there in the playoffs. But, but that's, I, a, yeah, that's also point. like
1: saying Wayne Gretzky, like you stick with Wayne Gretzky on any hockey team, they might be a first round. They might yeah. win the first round. You know what I mean? Montana's yeah. that good, far mm-hmm. better than Mitchell was. could even think he was. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's such a shame with Scott. Oh, they're there. Well,
1: You're bitter because you sucked. I get it. <laughs> you were great at Madden. You were absolutely great. At Madden. <laughs>
2: there you go.
0: Well, the, the, the really sad part was I had initially, when I saw the article confused him with Gus Ferrat, who yes. I, I believe, <laughs> I believe he was a lion at the time. He banged his head on the, he did, he did the math, he banged his head on the wall. Yeah, that was Washington, but I hear him. what you're saying. Yeah yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I
0: believe he, at one point he was a lion.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. I think he was um, like a backup to Eric Kramer or something but like that. That's yeah.
1: exactly, Scott Mitchell is a random white backup quarterback in the NFL in the time where all the quarterbacks were the same as me. They were all 6'3 <laughs> or 6'4. They were all from the university of whatever you want to call it. They were all, it was all cookie cutter and none of them were good.
2: All I keep thinking now that now that it was like that they were looking at Montana could you imagine jo- Joe Montana in a Detroit Lions uniform
1: did, <laughs> and that they was Honolulu blue, blue. But but Chiefs it, uniform if I'm they also. had Herman Moore man that would have been fun to watch yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't bet- know where I don't know where Herman fell in in that time frame. I think he was a part of the Scott Mitchell, but I'm not he sure. Was. I don't remember. I don't where absolutely,
0: he was. I absolutely think yep. he was part of that team.
1: That would have been talk about talk about the original AJ Brown and the original Torello. could you imagine short passes from Montana to Herman Moore?
2: Be yeah. shrugging
1: people all over the place. Be
2: Crazy. Great. Yeah,
1: I mean they had decent. They
2: had a decent team, but yeah. It's more organizational than anything else with Detroit more yeah. than anything. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how they do now. But yeah, well, I, I'm not holding my
0: breath that they're going to do well, given the they just shit the bed against Green Bay yeah. Or Thanksgiving. Yeah. That was, that was not, a, not a pretty sight. Yeah. No. At least I got my points
1: out of uh, David Montgomery. That was, <laughs> that, that was one of those losses. I, I think I said it when I was watching the game. That is one of those ugly losses in the middle of the season. That mm. you might not recover from. <laughs> like, that's mm. one of those. Ooh, they beat you. <laughs> <Ugh."> <laughs> like, yeah. it's a sticky, icky kind of thing. Like, mm. how did has- Jordan Love even put points on you? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, this was not Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. Yes, no one.
1: This was- <laughs> ladies and
0: gentlemen, <laughs> this is not good. This is a quarterback who people in Green Bay were even questioning whether he had a future with this team. So, okay. mm. yeah, not We'll uh, see. Not good. I, I didn't actually watch much of the game. I preferred to go man, with the national the dog big show big on man. NBC. Oh,
1: yeah. top quality talent. Which, there you go. Which
0: we were rooting for a great Dane who was about the size of a miniature pony you could have ridden around the ring in that thing. My yeah, god, was that thing huge? And I can't believe the judge wasn't too scared not to pick him. Yeah. You know, I'd be like, uh, it's going to the big huge dog <laughs>
3: <laughs> the the Huge animal. animal like he's everything. gonna
0: eat <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gulp gone. Oh, well, man. with one gulp, we have finished episode 165 of Two Noobs Talking. We are so happy to have John Tracy back. Oh, yeah, man. It's not just me, Matt, and the puppet <laughs> rambling on. I mean, the top Taylor Swift. far like more entertaining
1: that. than me, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well, we at least he had a better back. The <laughs> there you go. There you go. The puppet will All be right, back. well, do we
0: do we now that we are now entering officially the christmas season do we want to leave any of our listeners or viewers with some choice holiday words or are we just gonna you know,
1: absolutely not come back uh, next week and we'll talk to you uh, again uh, yeah uh, exactly i think it's the <laughs> end of the year i can't believe it
2: amazing uh, all
0: right well uh, to paraphrase john screw you and we will see you next week for
2: episode 166 hey everyone thank you for spending time with us here at two noobs talking If you want more information on what Two Noobs Talking is exactly, the good news is we have a website address. It's located at twonoobstalking.wordpress.com. Links to all of our previous episodes are there, along with some interesting information about the terrific trio of hosts. Please feel free to make a comment about this week's episode, too. We would love to hear what you have to say. Have a great week, and we hope to have you back next week for another great episode of Two Noobs Talking. Take care.